Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. And he was boiled alive in a cauldron whilst being pinned down by a pitchfork. Oh, Jesus. And if you didn't want to know that, to be honest, I don't blame you. But you shouldn't be listening to the show because that that's a little spoiler, it's a little little spoiler there. But that's okay, dear. We'll we'll forgive you. That's a spoiler for a movie that no one in our audience is going to watch, or probably should watch. (laughs) But if you have seen the movie, well, bully to you, I guess. Yeah. If you've seen, if you know what I'm talking about, let me know. Yeah. Let me know too. Very surprised. It is actually a movie I enjoy, but maybe for the wrong reason. Is enjoy the word? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I don't enjoy it, but I appreciate it. Mm. I appreciate it. If you know what movie it is, folks, Jesus. But anyway, it might be related to what we're talking about this week. But yes, if you're a first time listener to this show, I'm sorry, but (laughs) welcome. (laughs) Welcome. What a Great show! What to an episode start. to join us on! Wow. wow, you want to hear about slavery and the horrific nature of the South? Yes, great episode well, to start. This Pre-Civil comedy. War South, Pre- of course. Yeah, of course. Got nothing against modern day South. <laughs> yeah, true, true. We don't I want to insult any of our listeners. Don't want to say it's from current South. Oh, man, of course uh, not. Of course not. Pre-Civil War South. So if this is your first time listening to the show, what we do is we look at the promotional material for upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. In this circumstance, it's not a Hollywood blockbuster. It's a straight-to-video-on-demand release. But we'll take it. But we'll take it. We'll take it. We can't do too many blockbusters at the moment because they're not being made or released. But any movie coming out, we're excited for. Yes. So we look at all the promotional material for an upcoming movie and we attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible, therefore potentially spoiling it for any of our dear listeners. Yeah. We like to see how smart we are. If we can predict it before the movie comes out. We used to say in cinemas, but now it's, uh, it's on our TV screen. And if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, there's actually some movies coming out in cinemas for a change. How exciting. So three movies that we've covered are actually currently available when you listen to this podcast. Unfortunately for the US, you're going to have to wait a couple of weeks for one of the movies. But Bill and Ted Face the Music is currently in cinemas and streaming on video on demand, as well as New Mutants is streaming on, I believe, Disney+. Plus. What? That movie actually came out. Yeah. It's finally here. We didn't think it was going to come out at one point. We predicted that more than a year ago, and it's finally coming out. Wow. We're finally going to be able to see it and see how close we got. But last but not least, Tenet is currently in cinemas. Now, this is a movie that we watched um, Yes, we actually day. watched it yesterday. Yeah, we went to the cinema As of for this the first recording, time. we watched it yesterday. We saw an advanced screening. In fact, we saw the first advanced screening, so we were some of the first people in the world to see the movie, yeah. aside from journalists, of course, <laughs> and Christopher Nolan <laughs> Well, we're himself. journalists. We're journalists for yeah, this that's podcast. Right. We're, we're doing speaking. journalism right now. So we have a lot of opinions on that movie. I guess we'll go into yeah. that oh. when... When uh, we do the revisit it <laughs> like a year and a half from now, whenever we get to it. Yeah, there's a lot of things we have to it's say. it's no longer relevant. But uh, listen to those episodes if you've gone to see any of those movies. Or- yeah, listen to it after you see the movie is my recommendation. Yeah. Just in case we do spoil something for you. But I, I think it's always more beneficial to listen back after you've seen the movie just because you've got that context. It also makes us look like idiots, which is always funny. <laughs> but do whatever you want. We don't want to boss you around. You know, be a free spirit. You're going to be watching the movie that we're covering this week, which is, of course, Antebellum. You'll be watching it from the comfort of your own lounge room or in front of your little laptop or maybe in bed with an iPad. <laughs> Yes. I know Matty D will be watching it in broad daylight because he absolutely hates horror I'm movies. I'm terrified of horror movies. So yes, I'm going to watch this movie in broad daylight. Going to make sure all the doors are open so nothing like sinister is happening. Yes. You know? You're not going to be captured and taken to a plantation or anything You know what like I that? actually do with horror movies? If I have to watch them for this show, I have to have watched some of them. I'll read the Wikipedia article really? first. So there's, I know when things are happening. Okay, okay I, can, I can prepare for this well, now. Well, that doesn't prevent jump scares from No, it you. doesn't! <laughs> 
It doesn't. Maybe there needs to be like a breakdown of like where jump scares are in movies, like with a little time code. See, <laughs> that's when Matty D gets up and excuses himself from the room. Yeah. So he's not startled. Yeah. Poor chap. I know. So let's start. This to- is what I do for you guys, and this is what I do for the show. Yes, and we appreciate it. But let's start talking about Antebellum, which of course is an upcoming video on demand horror movie. Yeah. From the producers. We got to stress the word producers here. From the producers of Get Out, well, producer of Get Out and Us, which of course was two movies that were directed by Jordan Peele. So the people who are putting this movie out really, really want you to think that this is also a Jordan Peele project. And we, we could see that in like we were marketing week, material and everything. Last week, we just presumed that Jordan Peele was the producer of this yes. movie. Yes. We were wrong. It's actually being produced by Sean McKittrick as well as a whole bunch of other people. But Sean McKittrick was the guy who produced Get Out and Us as well as Donnie Darko, which actually does tie into Antebellum <laughs> a little bit. We'll get into it later on. But, but yeah. yeah, it's not like the producer is the one writing the movie or directing no. <laughs> the movie at all. He's just the one writing the checks. Yeah, yeah. He's so that one, doesn't really influence what the, the movie's going to be like. If you thought it was going to be a Jordan Peele movie, we don't blame you because we thought that as well and they're obviously going out of their way to make that seem yeah. the case. They're trying to do either one of two things. So they're either trying really hard to make this seem like it's a Jordan Peele-esque movie, sort of riding on that bandwagon, or they're trying to recreate the success of Get Out and Us and the Jordan Peele whole More get fandom out. at the, the moment. Yes, mm. yeah, exactly. I can see very much shades of Get Out in this movie. Yeah. So what do we know about the movie so far? So, can so you, far. Can you break down the the basically the loose <laughs> plot of what we've been told so far sure, to so, the audience? So we've got four trailers. It was four, right? Yeah, but, a whole bunch um, of trailers. And mostly it's comprised of you know scenes or whatnot. But we understand that we have our main character, Veronica, who's a successful author or writer, yeah. living a pretty great life with a loving family. Gets Her husband and daughter. Yeah, gets kidnapped by some mysterious figures and gets transported back in time to pre-Civil War yep. where she is a slave on a plantation. And I guess she's wondering how she got there. And pun intended, how to get out. Yes, yeah, well done. Thank now, you. of course, the title Antebellum refers to uh, the period before war. So that's literally what Antebellum means, it means before war or the time before war. And in this circumstances, of course, referring to America before the Civil War. And also possibly before the slaves go to war themselves. Oh, really? That's what I think, because there's a lot of that in this movie. There's a lot of like, we need to... You know, revolt. There wasn't or, too much of that in the trailer, but yeah, I like I like what maybe. you're thinking. I think yeah. it has a few double meanings wow, clever, in this title. Clever. Oh, it's all about the symbolism, double meanings. <laughs> because if you think about the it, butterfly. Yeah, and the stag, the yes. stag from Get Out, and the rabbits from Us. It's all about with these movies because this movie actually has like a butterfly in all the promotional material. Like in the trailers, there's butterflies. On the poster, there's a butterfly, like a bloody butterfly covering the mouth of our lead character. Yeah. So yeah, they just thought, oh, what duality animal have we not done? Oh, butterflies a mirror image of itself. Perfect. We'll just slap that on the poster. Be happy with it. Pretend we haven't seen it in Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> yes, that's about all yeah. the information we can get from it. There's a lot of questions to be asked about what's happening but that's what we've got to sort out as we discuss the plot so of course usually what we do on this show is we go away and we come up with our own ideas of what's going to happen in the plot individually yeah but once in a blue moon, we do like to get together and have a discussion of what we think is going to happen in the plot. And we basically have to settle on like solid ideas uh, because usually we find with movies like this where we're both not really sure what's going to happen. We don't have any solid ideas. We find that two heads are better than one. We rub our heads together and we essentially just see what falls out. We transfer our dandruff and yes. our head lice. And in it's the not process... not great in COVID times. In the process... <laughs> 
<laughs> the process of doing that, we might actually get closer to the movie than what we would if we were separated. But usually it ends up with us fighting each other. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. Yeah, and I'm sure there'll be a fight this week, folks, because there's always a fight when we team up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about who's in this movie. Yeah. And as we always do when we do these sort of predictions together, let's sort of break down what we think these characters' overall impact in the movie is going to be. So, of course, playing our lead character, Veronica Henley, the author herself, is Janelle Monet, who, of course, is a singer, a rapper. She also does a lot of voice acting for TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I know her most from is Lady in the Tramp, the most yeah. recent remake of that. Yeah, she, was she in... voiced a dog or something. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> she voiced a dog. There are all dogs in that movie. Yeah, well, there's some people in uh, it. it. Wait, are there real people? But, or... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So or it... like animated people. Well, the dogs are actually real as well. They just animate the mouths. Like Babe, eh? Yes, exactly like Babe. Right. Okay, so she voices a dog in Lady in the Tramp. Presumably. Um, I haven't seen it. She was also in Hidden Figures, I think. Because this movie's coming out, on video on demand uh, you're essentially going to be watching it at home on your TV so they've really brought like a TV cast <laughs> yeah, to do. this movie because I'm not really familiar with anybody in this movie with yeah. one or two exceptions Yeah, but yeah we're not going to be talking about your Robert Downey Jr's <laughs> or Robert De Niro's this week we're going to be talking about Mark Richardson who's playing Veronica's husband presumably they don't have the same last name oh, do we want to talk about what we think Veronica's going to be doing in the movie yeah let's get back to her in a sec but I think oh, Mark's yeah. character Nick DeWall yeah. isn't going to have a huge impact beyond being the husband of Veronica. Mm. Yeah, me too. I think he's going to be... he's certainly not going to be transported back in time. No, it doesn't look like he is. I think he's just there to sort of set up her life to say yes. that there's something that she lost. Uh, originally, I thought maybe he could have been possibly like looking for her while she's missing. Also thought that maybe he could yeah. have been revealed to be the big bad guy. That would be kind of no. clever. But I, It's not that sort of movie. I don't think he'd be yeah, the bad guy. I think you're on the right track. I think but he's going to be there in there. Personally, I don't think we're going to... We'll get more into it in a sec, but I don't think we're going to flash back to modern day once yeah. we travel back to the past with Veronica. Because it's going to be, it's going to be focusing in on this difficult time yeah. that she can't escape. So. She will feel more trapped. We'll yes. feel like we're trapped with her right. if we're not bouncing back and forth. Yeah, I, in time. I agree. I agree. So yeah, you're you're right. He'll probably be in the start. Also, this actor was in Dear White People as well. If anyone's oh, yes, seen that's that, right. was but, it the movie or the TV show? I don't know actually. <laughs> I just read these credits on IMDb. Okay, there you go. You don't actually know me. I watched the TV show and I liked it, and I've always wanted to watch the movie. But anyway, yeah, I think he's going to do very little, uh, yeah. except for being in the start, except for being a loving family man. Now, yeah. I, the reason I don't think he has the same surname as Veronica I'm just presuming they're married because they do have a kid together and you know standard husband wife affair but because she's such a well known author uh, she kept her maiden name because that's standard author practice actor practice when you're well known you keep your most well known name and it's important for her ancestry which that's plays right. a massive part in the movie let's dive more into Veronica's okay. character now as we've already established she's an author what do you reckon she writes yeah I don't know I was thinking she could be like a fiction author and they could go down the Stephen, like King, Steve, like Stephen King yeah, yeah I'm um, not sure about that but we see her giving a lecture which she that's could right. still do if she's like a Stephen King yeah. fiction author she could but be doing a lecture on writing yeah but maybe she is like a historical writer that's what I thought that could play into or I actually more sort of thought like motivational speaker like mm. she's trying to help people free them Ooh, this may be appropriate or inappropriate yeah free themselves from like the shackles of modern society yeah and uh, learn to be free yeah like well, I said yeah, that she seems like a very empowering maybe inappropriate given the themes of this movie voice. but it would work it'd be clever writing everyone yeah. would be like oh that was clever yeah but maybe her knowing about the historical side of things plays into her yeah being an asset when she goes back in time, yeah. presumably. Because she's what essentially grabbed and through the power of magic, I'm presuming, <laughs> yeah. is teleported back in time. I we'll guess we'll get into a it, bit yeah. more as 
as we dive into the plot a little deeper. But yeah, she's teleported back in time and is forced to be a slave in this pre-Civil War plantation. But yeah, if she knew the history, I suppose, that would she make it more know. horrific. Yeah, well... Because she knows about the horrors of slavery true, that way. True, but she might know who people are in the past. She might know about things that will be an asset to her escaping. I just realised something. Something that we see in the trailer is that she does have a direct lineage with people who were slaves. So someone yes. points out, oh, you're from Virginia. Yes. And that's probably the reason why she's chosen in the first place. So I think that is it why. would make sense if she was a historian in some way and was talking about slavery because she can relate it back to her own family members and she surely would know about their lineage and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she's successful. She's happy. But how successful could you be being like a historian? Because surely that's know. like a one and done story, right? I don't know. So, yeah, maybe it is more of like a motivational a famous thing. Famous writer. Maybe she's, yeah. you know. Who knows? Who knows? We, we haven't even really established. So, are we, are we saying like she's a, a motivational speaker, a historian? Or what are we going to settle on here? Because we have to agree. Or would it just be easier to say she's a fiction writer? I say historian. Okay. I say historian because she talks a lot through the trailer about her ancestry. And I think that... Well, I think that's one conversation she has with a person. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just seems like the easiest thing to do. I think if that happens in the movie, everyone will be like, of course. So that's why I veer towards that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, the next person I wanted to talk about in the cast playing the character of Aldo Weaver is Eric Lange. I think that's how you say his surname. Now, I know him best. I know Eric best from, uh, he played Lyle in Escape at Dunamora, which is a fantastic miniseries. If you haven't seen it, please run out and go see it right now. It's, I think it's still available on Stan or something like that. You can stream it somewhere. But yeah, he was a great character in that show. Now, he was also in the movie Nightcrawler. Where Who was he, he in Nightcrawler? Yeah, I think he was a cameraman. He wasn't oh, okay. a major character in that. But he's also a major character in the TV show Narcos. Are you familiar with him at all? Uh, only in Lost. I remember oh, yeah? seeing him Who did there. he play in that? I can't remember who it was. I bet he was like a real seedy, sleazy character, which yeah. it seems like is kind of what he does. Yeah, that's what he, he does ben best. I think he was Ben Linus' dad off memory. But anyway, yeah, sleazy character. Looks like that's what he's doing in Let's this movie too. Let's talk about his character Aldo. So bad guy. My, yeah, I definitely <laughs> think he's the guy. bad guy. But my prediction is that he is the owner of the plantation. Okay. Would you agree with that? Uh, do we see him in the trailer? You see him in one shot in one of the trailers, and you actually hear his voice. He voices over, I believe, what was the final trailer. If you look up the final trailer, Antebellum, oh. the final trailer on YouTube, he does a voiceover at the beginning. Is that where he's saying it, it doesn't matter where you're from? Yeah, that's right. Da, 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 this is where you are now? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. him. That's him. So, yeah, I think he's like the cruel master of the, the plantation, essentially. Yeah, okay. And he's going to be like a violent, vicious man. Because essentially, the only shot you see of him in the trailer is like he's grabbing people. He's thrashing around. He's He's got like a comb over or something like that, covering up his bald head. And it's like gone all crazy. Yeah. So, he's just going to be like a real piece of trash. Yeah. I think he's going to be a drunk. I'm just presuming he's going to be a drunk. Totally. I think there'll be probably a few drunks. Yeah. So he essentially is going to run the plantation with like an iron fist and just be a cruel Be a real slaver. bag. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention as well that Aldo, Aldo's character, he wears a Civil War uniform. So I believe he's going to set up the plantation to be like a camp for Civil War soldiers in preparation for the, the war, of course. You think that's what's going to happen? Yeah. Well, we do see the Civil War soldiers here. So my thought was- And the was, slaves from the plantation yeah. are, are shown to be working for the, this camp, this civil war yeah. camp. Because so. my original thought was that he's like he's an old man. Maybe his son is a civil war soldier. But if he's wearing the uniform, yeah, he is which I didn't uniform. catch that. Then obviously maybe he's like a sergeant or something, and he's just yeah. Like, he's my house is your like, house, civil yeah. war soldiers. Yeah, exactly. They've all got to pull together in this difficult time. I don't know. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not sure if he has a son because there's no other characters with the same well, surname. It is antebellum, so they're preparing for war. They're yes. in this house. Yes, exactly. chilling out with Aldo. So yeah. 
But yeah, one of these soldiers, I believe, is Jack Houston's character, Hugo Meadows, who's the next uh, actor I want to talk about. He appeared in The Irishman as Bobby Kennedy, if you remember him. <laughs> yeah, he's good in that. And he was also in American Hustle, and he's one of the main characters in Boardwalk Empire, I believe. So, like, all crime movies. Yes, exactly. That's his wheelhouse. He just does crime. Oh, so I bet he's going to be a really nice, and here understanding, he's doing, sensible character. In this movie, he's doing crimes against humanity. Not at all, not at all. Yeah, he looks like a terrible human being. Yes. Everything in the trailer if, we see of him If is, he is who I think he is, so in the trailer, because I don't know who most of these actors yeah. are, I can't really put names to faces when I'm watching the trailer. But if he's the character who I think he is in the trailer, it looks like he's a real sort of like piece of work, mean-spirited uh, Civil War soldier. Well, we see him chasing down a slave on yeah, a horse. And if that is him. And he's like whipping people. Yeah, so and yeah. I think so he, we both think he's the same character. I think he's like hitting slaves. So yeah, he's going to be very violent. Yeah. So if we thought Aldo Weaver was a real piece of work, this guy's going to be like 10 times he's, worse. Yeah, he's going to be a monster. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. So next up playing the character of Shoshana Meadows is Kiersey Clemens. Now, if that name sounds familiar to you, we've actually talked about her in a movie before. She was the character Dee Dee Skies, which I called Dee Dee Sykes when we talked about her last, <laughs> in the movie Scoob. Scoob is a talent factory. Yes. Like everybody in Scoob, their careers just elevate. It's um, it's sad that she's had to take this demotion from Scoob to well, play I wouldn't Bell, say that. But, I know uh, you're joking, but I still wouldn't say that. <laughs> Don't want to offend anybody. Yes. Yeah, so what do you think Shoshana's impact on the movie will be? Uh, death. I think she's going to die. Okay, you think buzzards are circling her? Yeah, I, I think... Because she's like... Is she the slave uh, that she's, escaped? She's a slave that on we the plantation as well. But no, she's not the one who's running oh, away. Right. She sort Different of like one. looks like she's friends. or, or just, I suppose they're acquaintances more than anything. Well, but yeah, she's one of the major characters yeah. on the, the slave plantation. I think she's going to sort of introduce Al Veronica to the world. Maybe yes. she's been there a little bit before her. So she's like, oh, this yeah. is how it is. Da, they da, have da, similarities. Da. So, don't yeah. do this. Don't do that. Um, but maybe they but might help each other. you reckon she's a lamb to the slaughter. She's going to yep. be a victim of these slavers. Yep. I think, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of death in this movie. Um, yes. Yeah, I definitely agree with you And there. I think we're going to see, yeah, the slaves die. I think we're going to see some of the soldiers die as well. Yes. But uh, more deservingly on the soldiers' part. Yes, I can't wait to get into it. But yeah, the last person I wanted to talk about playing an unnamed character, but she appears somewhat prominently in the trailer. Probably the biggest name in this movie is uh, Jenna Malone, who you may remember was Gretchen in Donnie Darko. So there's your Donnie Darko connection there. Yeah. Now, what do you think Jenna's character, if you remember uh, her throughout the trailer, she appears mainly, in fact, I think she only appears in modern day. She looks like she's the driver of Veronica. Yeah, so I think she's the connection between this past world, whatever it is, and the current world. Yeah, I'm definitely with you 100%. So, um, because she doesn't seem like a nice character, and obviously no. if she's, she's talking involved to, in kidnapping yeah. people, she's not. She's talking to Veronica at one point about her heritage, so I think she's involved with the process of like choosing the, the slaves to go back in time to this plantation. Yeah. How exactly that works, I don't know. I guess we're going to have to discuss, but yeah. My theory is that she... She's working for them. She's working for them, and she helps to lure people in yeah. and then somehow transport them through time back to this plantation. Yes. Because, That's yeah, right. you, you see her in one shot and she's driving a car. And then in another shot, which we see over and over in all the trailers, we see the same car. She's not in the driver's seat, but we see Veronica in the back seat essentially being grabbed and that's the point which is where she gets taken where she teleports through time essentially I'm not exactly sure how this works but anyway. well, I think it's going to be like a um, chloroform mask that they knock her no, out with, and then she wakes up it's just bare hands in the trailer oh okay I think it's just through the power of sheer magic it's just magic it's one teleport. guy's power to like transport people yeah. <laughs> to 
to like slave time. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about the plot right now. Right. So it's going to be difficult to get through this. Plot. How do you think the world of this movie works? Like, what's the deal with it? Are they actually transported through time, or what do you think? Okay, so obviously the movie's set up to say that they're teleported back in time, back to the past, and they're trapped there. But my theory of it was that the actual universe, we think it's set in the past, but it's actually set in modern day, like a village kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Okay. So I think it's going to be set up. That can't work because unless it's some sort of like fancy editing in the trailer and they're lying to us. I think I thought it was fancy editing. We see like it's a physical teleportation from modern day to the plantation. So you see her in the back of the car, she vanishes from the car and then she appears in the middle of a cotton field amongst other slaves. Which is, that's that's where it kind of like sticks a thorn in my trailer. Again. But it's because we see the plane. That's why I think that, because we see the plane Well, the plane vanishes. Yeah. The plane vanishes. Because they're in like an invisible bubble and the plane like goes through and they're like, well, hang on a second, you know? I think the plane's just done to symbolize that you're traveling from modern day to another time when planes didn't exist because the plane in the trailer vanishes from the sky in the same way that Veronica vanishes from modern day. And also, they say in the promotional material that she's teleported back in time. So why would they lie? They never lie. Unless it's the twist. Well, maybe it is because I was thinking maybe it's kind of like, imagine this dome, this bubble that exists in its own way. If you're outside the bubble, it's invisible. Like you can't really see it. And nobody in the government or the rest of America discovered this The government's in on it. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think it'll be that at all. I think for the premise to work, it has to be magic. It has to be a physical teleportation to another time and place. Now, I don't think it necessarily has to be a specific place and time Imagine if they're all plugged into the Matrix, hey. Imagine that. Just as an idea. They're actually all on computers. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that either. Might be it's in a the horror movie. movie. Right. It's not a sci-fi. Right. But yeah, I don't even think it has to be like a physical time and place. I think it could just be like these these people who are capturing these African Americans and taking them back to this point. Yeah. It could just be like a fantasy land for them. Right. If that makes sense. So it's like a Westworld, but instead yeah. of cowboys. It's a magical realm that's like a Westworld, but for... Uh, Terrible racist people. Yes. Okay, all right. A Westworld that nobody would visit. Well, no sure. reasonable people would visit. Well, that seems to make sense for the trailer, so I'm happy to go with that. But I think for but the sake of ease... But if it's a village scenario, I was right. I can I guarantee you it's not going to be just say, modern just day. I just put it out there. If it is, I'll give you $100. How about that? Okay, sure. $100 done. I think for the, but, the uh, sake of this conversation, we'll just say they're magic. going back in time yeah. through the power of magic, because it, it, that's how they're selling the movie is it like is it a machine that sent them back is it no I think it's just magic like these people it's sort of like the doctor in Get Out like the, the science of switching brains doesn't really work if you think about it so we're so, not even going to think about the science yeah, it's just exactly. like it's just well there's there. no science it's just magic it's well, a horror movie that's all those it's movies it's supernatural right? it's a okay. supernatural element because it certainly didn't work for us either so yeah maybe it just like yeah they just teleport that's just what yeah. happens we'll yeah, never exactly. know how we'll never understand why it just yeah. is what it is that's okay. what makes it scarier Matty D it's mm. the mystery of how it happened and of course, Veronica's trapped there and she doesn't know how to escape back to modern day. Yes. She's looking around going, what's going on? So let's really get into it. How do you think the movie is going to open? Because I have a theory. Okay. And I just want to hear what you have yeah, to say. Yeah, sure. Though. So I really think we're going to get established into Veronica's life and it's going to be very Like with happy, her family, her husband. Very, like the lighting's going to be very bright, yeah. very rosy. We see a lot of this in the trailer. We're going to establish her life. And her family, that's what I think is going to happen. Right. So we're just going to start off happy. Mm. You think you're watching like a nice family yeah, drama or something Yeah, you're going to forget like what movie you're in. 
No, I don't think it's going to open like that at all. If you follow like standard horror movie formula, you've got to start with a scare. So this okay. is how I think the movie is going to open. I think we're going to see a character who's unrelated to Veronica because yep. this is, like I said, this is how they all open. So we're going to see Kiersey Clemens' character, Shoshana. She's having a night out on the town. Maybe she's hanging out with a few friends. The night's wrapping up. She's heading home. It's dark. And then she sees the creepy girl, which we see in the trailer over and over again. She's Small unsettled by uh, this. Yeah. With the racist uh, doll. Yeah, the, the gollywog the doll. Gollywog, yeah. She's creeped out by this. Uh, starts to panic a little bit. And then suddenly from out of the shadows, like a hand comes and grabs her around the mouth. And she's teleported back through time. She appears in a cotton field. She's looking around terrified. The last thing we see before we go to opening credits is she stares up at the sky and just starts screaming. We don't know what's going on. We're confused unless we've seen the trailer and we know what's happening. Sudden and music shuts down. Yeah. Title appears. Title appears. And that's when we go into your lovey-dovey family time okay. with Veronica. That's my theory. All right. Because you've got to start with a scare. You don't start slow did, with a horror movie. Did us or Get Out start with a scare? Yes. They did. They both oh, did. Oh, they did. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, let's follow. Let's follow those tropes. Then why not? Because um, if you think about it, Get Out pretty much opened exactly the same way. It had that yeah. guy. It was like one long camera take of like a guy walking home when he's suddenly grabbed by mysterious people. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Sure. I'll go. I'll go with that. But now we get into yes. Them being happy. lovey dovey family time. Part of the movie that I like <laughs> before all the slavery starts to happen. We're gonna have such a joy talking about this. But yeah, yeah. of course. Um. So we see we see this all in the trailer. She happy husband. Happy daughter yeah i think it'll start with like them maybe it's a sunday morning or something they're rolling around in the bed breakfast in bed type well i thought like they were getting a little hot and heavy under the blankets Ah. and they're interrupted by the daughter who comes in and like oh throw the blanket over the erection (laughs) (laughs) nothing going on here child we're just camping in our (laughs) tent yes (laughs) daddy's pitching a tent (laughs) Um, no i love her picture above her bedroom oh yes So to explain this to people who may not have seen it, but Veronica has a picture of what looks like herself wearing a crown. It's a giant picture too, like abnormally large. It's like the picture you have with your with like a crown in your room. Yes, exactly above my bed. Yes, yeah, she has Except a picture. It's of- just her face, and she's clothed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's and the crown's on her head. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, so it looks like a picture of her with a crown. Yeah, well, she is an author though; she's a notable figure. But yeah, they hang it, it above a fan the bed. Gift. <laughs> yeah, I like to imagine like she had it behind her at one of her talks or something, and she's just like, "I kind of like that. I want to, I want to take that home. We can't put it in the living room because mm. we don't want company to see it. Let's just hang it above well, the bed." She tells her so when we're getting hot and heavy, we're doing it. <laughs> we're, we're on hands and knees, and we can look up at it. You know, you know who's you know who's the, the, yes. who the king of the house. Yes, the king of the house is. Yes, who wears um, the pants. <laughs> I think it really goes into her kind of empowering, motivational yes. side of her personality yeah. because she is the king. There you go. She she talks to her daughter about her past and about her heritage, but she paints it like well, you know, don't we don't be... know that she's telling the daughter that she could be. Oh, I thought she was. She could be talking to like Jenna Malone's character. Okay, maybe. I think it'd be good to have a scene where she and her daughter mm-hmm. have a conversation like that. I suppose. Yeah. So she'll be like, "Your family is like something is this to be after proud the bedroom of. scene. Your, your, <laughs> it's after the bedroom yeah. scene. Your family something to be proud of. So it'd be like yeah. where we are." Like royalty, but not like that. But you know it's what I mean. Help, it helps to explain it to the audience as well. Yeah. And so I think as well that we're going to establish Veronica's like influence in this world. Like we'll see her doing one of her speeches. It's going really well. We see her as a success. Very rich, very wealthy. Going to book launches or whatever. She's doing her lectures. People are coming after her lectures, asking yeah. her to sign her book. This is exactly what I thought. Such was an inspiration. Well, I thought to me. specifically Jenna Malone's character. Should we just call her Gretchen because that was her character are in we Donnie Darko? That lazy. All right. Well, she doesn't have a character name. We've got to call her something. Gretchen works for yeah. me. Okay, so I thought that... Guarantee it won't be in the movie, but yeah, let's do it. Yes, she won't be Gretchen again. But what I thought was that maybe Gretchen is in the audience of one of her um, seminars or speeches that we see in the trailer. And then this is what keys her in. She goes, oh, she has this heritage because maybe when they teleport people, they have to have a specific link to that 
time and place uh. for it to work. Like this is just a theory stab in the dark. It yeah. may not even be that complicated. But yeah, this is what lets Gretchen decide that she's that Veronica is like an opportune person to pick to well, be chosen. I think she's a very high profile person. So I think that they're following her yes. before this because we see scenes where there are guys watching her. and Yeah, there's a scene where they're in a restaurant they're having like a fancy dinner or something mm. and we see creepy people just sort of lurking in the background watching. Yeah, so there might be scenes that throughout this part where we're just like, oh, something's going on here. Yeah, these people don't look right. Because at one point, Gretchen has to take her out for drinks. Yeah, presumably. So I Well, think- all we really know about Gretchen is that she drives Veronica home yeah. in the scene where she actually gets kidnapped and taken back in time. Yeah. So yeah. is she her driver? Well, what's the story? What do I you think? I don't think she's her driver. Because I've got a very vivid idea of what's going to happen here. I think she's going to approach Veronica and say... Like after a seminar or yeah, something. Yeah, and say like, I have an investor who's really interested in you. And right. we're going to think that that's because she's you know a great author or whatever. Maybe, yeah. she's, maybe she gives talks. But really it's for her ancestry rather than you know what she does. Yeah. So she's going to take her out for dinner, have drinks with her. We're going to feel like there's something wrong with this character yeah. in Gretchen. Something slightly off her about her. But yeah. she's going to be friendly and affable. And when... At- to start with. To, to start, start with, with, yeah. And when the night is wrapping up, she's going to go into the car thinking she's just called an Uber or a taxi. She's like, you know, every, everything's normal. She's just on so her phone. So this is Veronica. Like, this is Veronica, yeah. yeah. She's just like on her phone. She's like, yeah, just take me back home. And then she realizes the driver is Gretchen. Yeah. She's like, this is kind of weird. What are yeah, you doing? Yeah, I like this. I agree with this 100%. By Veronica's the way. driving. Maybe she says some creepy stuff. Maybe yes. she's not even talking. Veronica will be like, well, we see her talking in the trailer while in the Oh, okay. Seat, well, so. then, yeah, I guess so. But maybe she's like, I think you should just let me out here. We don't know if Gretchen is like, now, as well, a something else we see in the trailer something. is another car pulls up alongside their mm. car. Yeah, that's right. It does. So what do you think is happening there? I think they're the guys that are going to be abducting her. I don't know. Yeah, presumably. Because, um, and I'm borrowing this somewhat of 12 Years a Slave, but there was a, a thing that they used to do where they would get people intoxicated or what? Wait, whatnot. is this during like slavery? This is during slavery Okay, time, this isn't so. happening now. No. Well, I guess there's like human trafficking and yeah. things, which is very similar, but... Oh, you reckon this is all like a metaphor for what actually happened? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that's interesting. So, it's interesting. So, you know, they get these people intoxicated, they take them out and it's usually, and then people jump them and abduct them into slavery. So I think yeah, they're clever. doing like a modern version of that. Yes, of course. So it's not going to be Gretchen With that's going to kidnap powers. them. Yeah. It's, but, it, but it's going to be Gretchen who's sort of seemingly not intimidating. She's not like a big yeah. physical presence, but she's sort of, sort of she's buttering her up yeah, and yeah. luring her into a position where she's driving the car, she'll get out, she'll leave her alone Ooh, and nice isolated. Pun. What's that? I said nice pun. Oh, thanks. And then these big henchmen who we won't see will just come out well, and grab them. Well, I think there's going to be somewhat of a scare here because the the hands actually come from like behind the back seat of oh, the car. Oh, you mean they're so there the whole like, time? Yeah, well, presumably Ooh. so. Like we don't know how this magic works, but yeah, what I thought would happen was she's going to be startled by this other car that seems to be pursuing them. I don't know, maybe Gretchen does some fancy driving and loses them or like the other car just sort of drives off. And then uh, I, I imagine in my head there's going to be a shot where Veronica's like looking out the window going, oh, they're gone. Goes to look back at Gretchen in the driver's seat, but Gretchen's gone. And this is the point where the hands come from behind the back seat and grab Veronica's mouth. And yep. this is where she's teleported back to the Southern Plantation. And it just goes like that. Yeah. yeah, just like a blip in time. So that's how I think she's going to be teleported back in time. But before we get there, something I wanted to talk about as well is obviously leading up to her being kidnapped. A lot of creepy occurrences are going to happen. Yes. 
So we see a scene in the trailer where she's doing some yoga. She's being like assisted doing yoga with, uh, I don't know, a yoga instructor or something like that. Personal assistant. She's being folded. She's being folded into a pretzel shape, but when she's interrupted by a knock on the door. Which is something we see her do later on. So I think there's going to be a lot of establishing things that happen at this opening that we're going to see later on because she like does like a little flip yeah. or something. I think that was just them trying to do like an us sort of homage. <laughs> I don't think she's going to be doing yoga in the, the Southern Plantation. Well, maybe she can be like flexible and like yeah. beat people up through her flexibility or something. Yeah, maybe she's forced into like a perilous situation where her flexibility helps yeah. her out. That's a good idea. But yeah, so she's interrupted during her yoga by a knock at the door. And then when she opens up the door, there's like a little girl halfway down the hallway carrying the gollywog doll. That yep. I think we mentioned earlier yep. the opening of the movie, basically very, the same little girl, very shining. Yes, yeah, they yeah. pretty much just stole it from the shining. We're going to see this little girl here and there. Yeah, uh, do you think it's basically going to be a symbol that she's been chosen by these little girl? <laughs> well, no, she's <laughs> that. She's been chosen by this like mystical plantation. Right. When you see the little girl, that means yep, she's been chosen. She's going to be kidnapped very soon. Yep. It's all going to be done for Creep Factor. The little girl must have done a knock and run because she was so far away from the door (laughs) that was pounding on a few seconds before. Yeah. Do you think this little girl is alive? I guess we might have to get into it later. But Well, I think in present, she is like a ghostly. In the present day, she's like a ghostly presence, which is supposed to just be eerie. But I think she may be a real person who lives on the plantation back in time. Like, we'll see her around. I thought thought she could be, like, uh, related to the people who own the plantation, maybe. Yeah, that would be my guess. Maybe she plays, like, a kind of innocent... Do you think Gretchen also lives on the plantation? Do you reckon she could be, like, a southern belle or something like that? I thought that she would only exist just in this in-between period. Right. So, like, just in modern day. Yeah. To help recruit. Is that the right word? To help capture people. To kidnap, yeah. Yeah. But the vibe I'm getting from her is very much the girlfriend in... In Get Out. Yes, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And she's quite a high-profile actor for this movie, so... Well, not really. Donnie Darko, like, 20 years ago was your claim to fame. I just thought they might use her a little bit more, but I don't know. What do you think? Do you think she's in? I like to imagine that she's like a Southern Belle. Like, she's the mother of the (laughs) creepy girl back in time. Okay, sure. So, yeah, maybe we can just insert her in there. Yeah, she'll just be in there. And she'll be, like, just a cold presence. Like, while the other guys on the plantation, while, like, Aldo and uh, Hugo are uh, very cruel, she's cruel in a different way well, i think they're going to be like they're going to be animalistic where yeah. she's going to be very cold and calculating. cold calculating sociopath she's evil in more, her own way more intelligent not like an out of control animal yeah vicious slave driver Yes, yeah, exactly. I think we're on the same page here. Mm-hmm. So, right, right. So, we've established our premise. We're on the slave plantation, the cotton field. So, she's been teleported back in time and now we're really in the like the meat and potatoes of the movie. Yeah. What do you think happens now? When she's in the slave... Yeah, um, she's appeared there. She's appeared there. She's just appeared. Well, we're going we're gonna to get the understanding of how this world works. Yes. So, maybe she immediately is just because she's a normal person. She's like, what's going on? Yeah. Why am I dressed like this? And she tries so to... So, I think as well, I just want to add this yeah. in quickly... I think that everyone, I think we've pretty much established this already, but I think that everyone here, all of the slaves on the plantation were people from modern day yes. who have been abducted through this magic. I agree. Yeah. And they're essentially trapped here for eternity and they've been here for days, months, years. Yeah. And I think everybody here will have some kind of ancestry. Yeah, of course. To I think that's important as well, yeah. So I think whoever's organizing this plantation has this warped idea that... I think for ease, we'll just say it's Aldo. Sure. So Aldo has this idea that... They these people were meant to be slaves. They were like born into it, genetically born yeah. into it. So they're fulfilling their role as they were meant to yes. be rather yeah. than the life that they had because, you know, they were they have an ancestry of slaves. So they belong doing this job, doing this yeah. part in society. And him and his little buddies belong as the masters. Yeah. So that's his idea. 
Yeah, so it's like real extreme racism. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me. And this is like the fantasy world that they've created for themselves back in time to live life how they thought that it should be, well, essentially. I think, I think they're trying to break these people down. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of women in this as the slaves, but are there men there, well? there are men Oh, there are men, well, yeah. yeah. So I think they're just going to try to use the plantation to break these people down so yeah. they become like the ultimate servants Yes. To other people, and maybe they can sell them off to other people and they get their Well, slaves. that was slavery. Mm. That was slavery. That was actually what happened. But so. it might actually exist in the modern day world, you know? Oh, you still, you're still on it, the fact that it's modern day. No, I think it well, has they, to be back. They actually have a connection to modern day and now. But, oh, yes, I but see. But you know, you know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. they're, maybe they're using the plantation to kind of train these people, break them down and yeah. make them into... I don't think they'll go too deep into why the plantation like, exists. Like I think it's thought, just done, um, uh, done to be like a scary scenario right. for this, you know, this once successful author woman. Yeah. Like, What's the most horrible thing that you can imagine happening yeah. to you? Being put back into slavery. Yeah. Well, not that she was, but, you know, transported yeah. to a time when yeah, that exactly. would happen. Yeah. But I was just thinking maybe, you know, they're breaking these people down to use them similar to how we thought Get Out was going to be. Yes. Know, based on that. It's almost yeah, like right. a payoff for that idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, exactly. so she's going to she's gonna obviously be like, what the hell? Like, I'm not going to do something because you tell me to do it because I'm a free as we person. Already established, as we already established at the start of the movie, we also see Shoshana's here. Yep. She was kidnapped at the start of the movie. She's probably the most recent uh, kidnappee before Veronica's arrived. So obviously she's going to explain on some level, oh, we've been teleported here. We're, we're forced well, to be slaves. Somebody's going to like, someone's going to try to silence her. So she's going to be like, what's going on? And someone's going to like, you know, yes. come back and be like, be quiet. Don't make a Noise. Hugo. Hugo's going to ride up on horseback and yep. start whipping them. Yeah, she just Something like just, just be quiet. And she's like, "What do you mean?" And someone's going to explain to her, "We were all people. We were all transported here. There's no way out." Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Now I think intended. <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. <laughs> There's no getting us out of here. Yes. There you go. Perfect. There you go. Wrapped it all up in one. So I think. How many next... more times can we do this? No more, please. I think the next portion of the movie is going to be like slave exploitation, if that makes sense. So we're oh, going to yeah. see a lot of the horrors of slavery from that period. So we see in the trailer that someone's going to be branded. So yeah. I have a theory that I think Veronica is going to be graphically branded. So they're going to get the, the logo, for the lack of a better word, of the, the plantation branded the on brand, her back. Yeah. Maybe even somewhere worse. Who mm. knows? It's going to be very degradating, very yes. violent, very gruesome. I think the soldiers, when they arrive on... Yeah. When they're there, so we've established as well like that Aldo has decided to set up his land, his his fields as like yeah. a camp for the Civil War soldiers, well, so yeah. Maybe we'll establish the plantation life first. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I agree. Um, so it's her figuring this stuff out, her living Seeing in the, the horrors of the standard plantation quarters. life. Will we see the scene where Shoshana is running away? No, well, it's not Shoshana. Another slave, I think, oh. tries to escape and then is captured and probably killed just so, so we can get that horror as well. So we can see like, oh, if you try to escape, this is what's yeah. going to happen. It's yeah. going to be a very violent death as well. So I think Shoshana will explain to Veronica, like, we try and escape all the time, but you know, they always catch us, they always kill us. So we've essentially just given up on yeah. trying to escape. Imagining a whole scene with Aldo, he'll be introducing himself, saying it doesn't matter where you're from, yeah. this yeah, is who you are now. Yeah. We might see Gretchen there as well, as just this yes. presence. This... The Southern Belle and with I think, the creepy daughter. I think the undoing of Veronica or anybody else, any of the other slaves will be Gretchen. Gretchen will figure out what they're doing. Yes. So she'll yeah. just be the person that's always watching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Always onto them. I definitely agree with that 100%. So, of course, as we were getting to... When the Civil War soldiers turn up, I think things go from bad to worse because yeah. these guys are gonna, just going to be... You thought it was bad now. Yeah. These guys are just going to be horrible, racist, yeah. disgusting people. They're going to get drunk. Yes. I think we're going to have a scene where all the slaves are lined up or Aldo makes all the slaves line up and yeah, face we see all this these in the trailer. 
all these leering, disgusting soldiers and then say, you know, your job is to look after these patriotic yeah. heroes, these great, valiant warriors and war heroes. That's right. You're to do anything they ask without exception. Yeah, know? that's right. And we're going to be can like, definitely oh, that. God. You know, yeah. Because they're all going to be terrible human beings. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Fun. <laughs> it's just going to be a fun time for everyone watching the movie. Yeah. yeah it'll be great. We all laugh. We're going to have a few lashings. I think Veronica will get lashings. Yes. Also, another thing, slaves weren't allowed to read and write or well, yeah. they weren't taught to, but if they were found out to read or write, they were punished. Yeah, that's right. So the fact that she's an author is very interesting. So yeah. Well, maybe- I'm presuming everyone can read or write. They're all from present day. Oh, yeah, they can. But the fact that that's her whole occupation and whatnot, right. okay. maybe she'll get caught out writing a note and she'll get punished for that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, let's just throw that in there. That's yeah. a good theory. Let's get to more like uh, hopeful stuff. Let's. How is she <laughs> going to escape? What's going to happen? So obviously she's planning to escape with Shoshana. They they come up with an idea like they say in the trailer, oh, we've got to escape tonight. We've got to get out tonight. Mm-hmm. So obviously since we think that Shoshana isn't in the movie, I like that I'm leading up to Shoshana's death essentially yeah. by saying, oh, up to more hopeful things. So hopeful things happen after Shoshana's death, presumably. But yes, where am I going with this? Anyway, how do you think Shoshana is going to die since we're so determined that she, she is going I to? I think she's going to be caught escaping. Yes. And I think maybe maybe. What I thought as well, yeah, I think they both try to escape together, Veronica and Shoshana, but Shoshana's caught. Uh, Maybe they're both caught. Maybe Veronica tells Shoshana about her daughter, right? Right. They both escape. Shoshana sacrifices herself so that Veronica doesn't get caught because she's got a daughter to come back to. And then we see next scene because they only think Shoshana is the person that escaped. Right, yeah. Okay, that, that's perfect. I think that really works. They do, they do a public hanging because um, right. they like doing that. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> as well, because there's a scene as well where Veronica dons a Civil War jacket. Right. So I have a theory that she gets that by eventually killing Aldo. Oh, so okay. maybe they're both captured. Unfortunately, Shoshana is publicly killed. But then maybe Aldo is like, I'm going to punish her personally. Yeah. You know, send her up to my quarters at nighttime after I've had a few brandies. Well, we, see, we know where this is going. We see Veronica crying, saying, we leave tonight. Yeah. So I think that's got to come from something very, very traumatic that happens yeah. to her. It pushes her over the le- over the edge, which I think like a... Well, the whole circumstance, surely. I, I think her getting whipped would be... Well, she got branded as well, yeah, don't forget. Would be what pushes her over the limit there. And who Possibly, knows what else horrors they're going to linger I don't, on. I don't know if they're going to like go full rape. I mean, it'd be appropriate yeah, well, for the time, but... Um, I definitely think I so. I thought she was going to try to seduce one of these drunken soldiers and... Well, that's what I presume. Like, not try and seduce him. I, I thought that Aldo would try and force himself on her. Yeah. She'd fight back and kill him. Like, yep. she might smack him over the head with a fire poker. Maybe it's Midnight Express. She pushes him back into a coat rack and he <laughs> impales himself on it. Yeah. And then that's when she goes, all right, if I stay here, I'm going to die. Do you think die. it's going to be planned or do you think it's going to be like she reacts? Well, it's a spur of the moment thing. And she's like, yeah. but I've got this uniform, so maybe I can escape yeah. with the, I can leave out with the... Uh, the soldiers. The soldiers. Yeah, so she puts on his jacket. Yeah, so she steals the uniform and she's going to try to sneak out yeah. that way. But she doesn't really get any other parts of the uniform. Like she doesn't really try to disguise herself. Just judging from the trailers well, beyond night. putting on the jacket. Yeah. So presumably she just sort of slips out with the jacket on. She dusts the jacket away. off and it's blue underneath. She's like, oh, <laughs> yes. Damn. A little good, the bad, and the ugly oh, joke for yeah. everybody listening. That would actually be beneficial for her. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So so what I think is going to happen is she starts out, she slips past the, the other soldiers somehow, but maybe they're all drunk, so they just go, oh, is that a grey jacket? Yep, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Is that a woman wearing a grey jacket? I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm too she drunk. Takes, she takes a horse and rides out. 
I had this image in my head of the slaves planning like a revolution, like planning to overthrow yeah. the plantation. I, I think we can get to that because um, my whole, uh, what I was about to say oh, was okay. that as she's escaping, she realized, oh, wait, I can't leave everybody else here. Yeah. Like, what's going to happen to everybody else? They're, they're trapped in this situation. It's not fair that I just leave. We see her on a horse, essentially brandishing a weapon at one stage in a battle. So what I think will happen is battle breaks out with the North and South soldiers. She manages to acquire herself a horse and a you weapon. think they're going to go into the war side of things? Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's going to like... We see a war in the trailer. Okay, fair enough. And during this battle, she's riding through the Civil War soldiers. She's attacking them. She's killing them. She's getting her revenge and heads back to the plantation. And we finally get your with uprising. With her swordsman skills that she yes. developed it's as, a a, movie. as a rider in 2020. <laughs> yes. No, I would love that. So I, I'm yeah. happy to say well, that's gonna what do happens. It. So you know, it you got to have your revenge fan. Sort of I, stuff. I thought there was going to be a plan for the slaves to blow up a bridge because this is such a thing that they the do. Slaves, the slaves blow up a bridge okay. while the uh, soldiers cross it. Okay, you know, yeah, I mean? I'm not sure about that. I mean, but, the uh, soldiers will probably blow up a bridge because they do that in every Civil War movie. <laughs> but okay, but she comes back. She's got a yes. weapon and she's gonna and she free the slaves. Yes, yeah, she essentially she does a rousing speech, throwing back to her when mm-hmm. she's on stage doing like presentations. She's able to rally everyone into overthrowing. Like she's she says. There's more of us than there is of them. We Maybe can... that's what her ancestor did years ago as well. Maybe yeah, I'm not sure about did that. A failed uh, escape attempt. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Well, obviously not because she exists. She's alive. Yeah, she she you had children. Know. You never know. All right. Anyway, rousing speech. Agreed. Yeah, this causes the uprising amongst yep. all the other people who've been captured. We and like enslaved. it. Feeling hopeful. We want to see. We want to see these evil people get their comeuppance. Yeah. Essentially, they're going to burn the plantation down. Yeah, because we see that happening. We yeah. see like a barn get burned. I thought it was an outhouse. Oh, well, I don't know it looks a little is. bit too big to be an outhouse. Okay. Yeah. It's a big outhouse. <laughs> they do some big stuff in there. Do you there. reckon it's where all the torture happens? Or where they have yeah, like... Yeah, maybe it is like like the hot box from Jenga. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. some sort of dark place that they're, they are overcoming the evil of it by burning it down. But the the big house as well, I think they're going to burn it down. Oh, Pro- yeah, definitely. Probably uh, burn Gretchen alive or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, because Gretchen's still alive at this stage. And Presumably. she's going to be like the main... Antagonist, yeah. yeah. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, the, I think when they overthrow the plantation, burn everything down, that's when we're going to have like the reversal of the... The magic everyone snaps back to modern day they're they're free from being slaves and they're also free from being trapped in this time period that's when we go back to modern day they unplug their computers <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i mean exactly. that's what could happen so do you think that's all that needed to happen yeah for the magic to be reversed yeah essentially so they destroyed this world essentially and now they're no longer trapped there yeah because how else were they going to get back yeah, I had no idea. And that means that everyone is free I at the no same idea. time. I mean, if it's and a village scenario, then they would have just like... <laughs> they get on a plane and leave. Yeah, I really am not going with this whole village okay. scenario. I don't think it's modern day. All right. But yes, now we're back in modern day. We've snapped back to modern day. Everyone's free. Everyone's relieved. But because it's a horror movie, we've got to end on like some one final scare, haven't we? Yes, well, we do. So they're, they're back. She's back. She's with her family. She's crying. She's had a traumatic experience. Yeah. Everything's happy like, like the last survivor on Friday the 13th on the yes. lake. What I think is going to happen is we're going to have someone either like one of the people who choose these people to go back to the plantation or maybe someone from the plantation we see them in modern day like we saw at the start of the movie i think we'll see that they're like still around yeah because i had a few thoughts about this and i don't know how well it would work but what if maybe she came back to present day and then found out that there were more plantations so yeah, maybe. it still goes on. Maybe she like gets a delivery. Like I don't know little... how she'd find that out, but I don't know. 
Maybe she gets like a little delivery where there's like a box someone's given a present and the present is the Gullywog doll. Yeah, uh, mate. Oh, with, that's a good idea. With a picture of her daughter, as if they're going to abduct her daughter. Wow. But that would be super dark. <laughs> like that would be so depressing and so miserable. I just had an idea though. Oh yeah, what? What if it's Gretchen who returns? Oh, okay. So we've already established her well, yeah, at I the mean, start of the movie. Yeah, like she she's comes still back alive. They they think that she died back in time, but no, she's still alive in modern day. They're like, there's a knock on her door. We've already established like everything's back to normal at this point. She's happy with her family. Yeah. We're, we've let our guard down, and then knock at the door. Gretchen appears, and and Gretchen and Veronica have like this final struggle. Can we say that Gretchen gets hung in like a really gruesome? Way? I'm imagining her being stabbed more than oh. anything. Like she's stabbed with a kitchen knife or something. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, we have like the scare of Gretchen still being alive, or maybe it's just as simple. Maybe we're overthinking a little bit. Maybe it's just as simple as we see that Gretchen is still alive on the street. Yeah, you know, setting it up for a sequel that's never going to happen, or I, just it's just a little scare, yeah. a little sting of scare at the end of the movie. I had this terrible idea of like, what if no one believes Veronica? She gets sent to her like an asylum yeah. and one of the doctors, invisible man the doctor is one of the doctors is uh one of the slave drivers but yeah. i feel like that's like a, just a very very r-rated goosebumps ending so yeah. maybe not well i don't think the movie will carry on too much once everything goes back to normal yeah i think there's just room for one little scare but i, I don't think the movie will continue sure. with her reenacting the invisible man <laughs> going to a mental <laughs> asylum so yeah no it's after the plantation will be very short gretchen appears yeah, she is that over- what we're deciding on? Yep. Okay. She kills Gretchen, and okay, we're going. On let's to that. give okay. this movie a happy ending. Yes, let's give okay. it a happy ending. I, I like, even if it's not going to happen, I really wanted to. So yeah, fair enough. Even though she's... horror movies never end with a happy ending, yeah. Well, I guess the Jordan Peele movies do, but yeah, let's give it it's a happy of... ending. Say that yeah, she's happy somehow. She's well, she was a good writer before, but maybe she was writing a book that she couldn't finish, had writer's block, and now she's completed <laughs> okay. it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think beyond the final scale we'll go too much into that. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I already said this already. So, yeah. So, Done. everyone's alive. They survived, even if there is a little scare at the end. Everyone gets The to... family's safe. Yeah. They're no longer trapped in slavery, and everything's all Happy G. days. Happy days. Yep, there we go. I think that's pretty much the movie. That's a movie, we yeah. We probably couldn't um, break it down any more than that. There you go. I guess we came We came up with something. That's yes. a surprise. Yeah. So do you, dear listeners, have any ideas of what you think is going to be in Antebellum? What do you think is going to happen in the plot? Do you completely disagree with yeah. what we said? Are we dear? completely wrong? Uh, is there something in the trailer, something glaringly obvious that we missed? Have you already watched the movie? Because this movie is actually due to come <laughs> out in a matter of days. Yeah. Essentially, it's coming out either this month or next month. Yep. You've already watched the movie and you just want to let us know how wrong we were. You can do that too. Yep. Uh, were you looking forward to this movie? Do you like this movie? Yes, anything. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. You can hunt us down on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can just leave a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean site. Talk to us. We're lonely. I guess this leads us to announcing what we're going to be talking about next week. Hopefully it's something a little bit more upbeat. Oh, it definitely is. I know uh, you're going to be looking forward to this. Oh, man. Imagine somebody listening to this on their first uh, yeah. first listen. Like, what a great a first episode. About slavery. slavery. Great. A good comedic well, podcast about a movie about slavery. I've got the perfect thing to pick you up, Matty D. Oh, because tell me. Tell me what it is. Next week, we're doing another installment of actual spoilers, where we're going ah. back and looking at one of our previous predictions and seeing how well we did compared to the actual movie. And the movie that we're covering is last year's Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Hey! Yes, I've been looking forward to this one. So we're going to be talking about a movie that I don't think anyone really remembers that it came out. It wasn't really a big deal, but of course... Well, it's, it was it's, a kid's movie. It's it was a, a kid's Nickelodeon movie. It's kids never going to win any awards, but yes. So I completely forgot that we covered this movie. Now, I've been holding off watching this movie, which has been so hard. Holding off watching this movie for the episode, so um, I'm going to be watching it for the first time. Yes. So we're going to be watching the live-action Dora the Explorer movie. <laughs> oh, now, don't geez. forget, folks, this is a movie that involves Benicio Del Toro. <laughs> 
as Swiper the Fox. <laughs> Danny Trejo and is Danny Boots. Danny Trejo is Boots, that's right. Yeah, so a little bit of a tone change, but uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, listen to us discussing Dora. Yes, If you want to watch do. the movie, go watch that. Yeah, knock yourself and out. And we'll be looking at how well we did for that yeah. one. Because I think that I'm was... I'm fairly confident. Did we team up for that one? No, we did not. We oh, did we had our ones. own separate plot. So let's that's see right. who was closer there, and we'll talk all things Dora the Explorer. Yes. So join us next week for that. And until then, we'll see you next week. In the Amityville Horror, the ghost told them to get out the house. White people stayed in there. Now that's a hint and a half for your ass. A ghost say, get the fuck out. I would just tip the fuck out the door. They walked and looked in the toilet bowl. Was blood in the toilet? They said, that's peculiar. I would have been in the house and said, oh, baby, this is beautiful. We got a chandelier hanging up here, kids outside playing. It's a beautiful neighborhood. We ain't got nothing to wear. I really love them. This is really nice. Get out. Too bad we can't stay, baby. (laughs) 